Hi, everybody. This is the Funeral Science Podcast, a podcast about funeral science. I'm Ben, and I will be your funeral scientist for today. Okay, funeral scientists, in this episode, we are going to discuss another contributor to decomposition, organisms. As we will continue to discover, the large-scale changes that we see are the work of millions of organisms of various sizes, all working in conjunction to reuse the energy a decomposing body provides. This creates what is known as the necrobiome which is a community of flora and fauna that exists around a dead organism. So what is doing the decomposing? We can start with the organism itself. While a human is alive, their body is in a state called homeostasis, which is a state of balance that includes body temperature, fluid balance, and a steady, slightly alkaline pH. It is, in short, balance amongst your body systems. However, when an organism dies, this sense of balance is gone. Because your body no longer has oxygen being input, the synthesis of adenosine triphosphate, also known as ATP, can no longer occur and the molecules to create it break down. These elements create an acidic pH, a condition your body does not like. When this happens, your body begins the process of autolysis. Auto means self, and remember from our previous episode on decomposition that lysis means breakdown or unbinding, so autolysis is self-destruction. Because of the pH change and water retention in the cells, they release their lysosomes, which are organelles inside the cell that act like little stomachs and contain enzymes capable of hydrolytic deconstruction of proteins and carbohydrates. So in short, the organism itself begins the decomposition process. However, it does not end there. Your body is filled with trillions of bacteria doing their regular day-to-day job helping you with things such as digestion. However, once the presence of an immune system has disappeared, these bacteria now turn on you in a moment's notice. Some of these types of bacteria are known as saprophytic bacteria. Sapro means decay or putrefaction and phyte means plant-like organism. So these organisms cause decay. More specifically, saprophytes feed on dead material. When you are alive, these bacteria live on your skin and digestive tract, taking care to remove any dead material and minding their own business. However, they are not so kind when you are the one that becomes the dead material. Further, the byproducts of the autolytic process are also appealing to bacteria and they begin to flourish. But wait, there's still more. The necrobiome also consists of fungi and mold that thrive on decomposing organisms. In fact, mold and other fungi's main purpose is to decompose. And there are species that thrive with nitrogen-heavy food sources, such as a decomposing organism.
Is that it? Nope. If we follow the scale from single-celled to multicellular organisms, we find ourselves looking at insects. There are four categories of insects that can be found on a decomposing body. First are the necrophages, a word that means death eater, and examples of which are species of flies and beetles. Next we have the direct predators of the necrophages, which are also mainly species of flies and beetles. Third, we have omnivorous species of insects that are there to eat both the dead organism and any living organism they might find. And finally, we have insects such as spiders who simply see the decomposing organism as an extension of their environment. As you can see, the dead organism, despite being no longer animated, teems with life and not a bit of energy is wasted. Nature has a use for everything. And now for this episode's listener question, or more appropriately, listener questions. The first one is actually a two-part question. What is the chemical compound of cremated remains, and can it be useful for anything? So let's first start with a description of the cremation process. This description is a succinct version of the one found on the Cremation Association of North America's website, abbreviated CANA. They are a great resource for information on cremation and alkaline hydrolysis, which is also sometimes known as water cremation. I will put a link to their website in the show notes. When a person's body is cremated, they are put in what is called the primary chamber at a temperature of between 1400 and 1600 degrees Fahrenheit. This level of heat turns the liquids and organic solids from the soft tissues and organs into gas in what is known as primary combustion. The gases from the primary chamber are pushed into the secondary chamber, which will be hotter to undergo further combustion. What is left behind is inorganic bone fragments that are mostly calcium phosphate and other minor minerals. Generally, people are also placed in a container to be cremated in. This container is typically made of wood or wood byproduct, so some of its materials may remain as well. So what is calcium phosphate good for? Well, no surprises here. Calcium phosphates are important in many body functions, in particular, bone formation. It can also bind with other minerals for their removal from the body. Because of its importance in the body, calcium phosphate is used as a dietary supplement and food additive. It is found in over-the-counter supplements as well as antacids and toothpaste. I think it goes without saying, however, it is wholly inappropriate to use the cremated remains of your loved one to brush your teeth. Calcium phosphates are also used in commercial fertilizers as it can help transport nutrients into plants. So what can be done with cremated remains then? One of the popular options is scattering. This brings us to the second listener question, which is, are there laws against scattering ashes in public places? The short answer is yes. The long answer is no, as long as you get permission in most cases. 
While laws will vary from city, county, and state, generally it is allowed as long as you get permission. Remember, cremated remains are still human remains and should be accounted for, and many popular public places may have designated areas for scattering. The same holds true for federal lands. It is possible to spread them at national parks. You just need to ask permission first, uh, which can be gained through the National Park Service. If you are scattering cremated remains at sea, the Clean Water Act requires that it be done three nautical miles from shore. It is against the law to scatter them at beaches or in wading pools. You must notify the Environmental Protection Agency within 30 days of scattering. If your plan is to spread the cremated remains from the air, this may also be legal. Federal aviation laws prohibit the dropping of anything hazardous from airplanes. However, they do not consider cremated remains to be hazardous. If you are planning on scattering on private property, you must have the owner's permission first. You can also spread them on your own property if you wish. It is typical for people to spread the cremated remains discreetly and without permission on both public and private property. As funeral professionals, it is our duty to advise families that they should seek permission first, as again, they are human remains that should be accounted for. Not only will this help them stay in compliance with ordinances, but it adds dignity to the disposition of their loved one. No one's final resting place should have to be a secret. And now for something good that's happening. June is Pride Month. Change in funeral service is hard. Thank you to our LGBTQ siblings in funeral service for continuing to bring diversity and new insight to it. Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, do you have a question for me to answer? Send your questions to ben at morktracker.com. That's B-E-N at M-O-R-T-R-A-Q-R.com with the subject line podcast question. Are you or someone you know doing something that promotes education, equality, or otherwise raises awareness about an issue in funeral service? Please send me information about it to ben at morttracker.com. That's B-E-N at M-O-R-T-R-A-Q-R.com with the subject line, A Good Thing is Happening. And that ends with an exclamation mark, so be sure to include that. Otherwise, I'm not going to read it. Um, finally, you can follow me at morttracker. That's M-O-R-T-R-A-Q-R on Instagram for more information on funeral science. So that's it, everybody. I'll see you later.